Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the Gagan Press, part of the 90 Million Podcast Network. My name is Andrew Headspeed, and over the next 20 minutes or so, we're talking all things Liverpool FC in the run-up to the big game with Spurs on Wednesday. Today, we're doing a very special crossover episode with our, should we call them sister podcast? Uh, yeah, we're the ugly tonight. cousin. <laughs> there we yeah, go, ugly yeah. cousin from down south. Yeah. City <laughs> Slickers. Yeah. Uh, we are, of course, Brilliant. joined by Brilliant. Ben Haynes and Hunter Godson from Oh What A Night. Uh, Wonderful to have you here. How are Standing you? Standing a huge applause. <laughs> Honestly, what, what an introduction. The city slickers. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, that is that is how I describe myself. That's maybe my new Twitter bio. Yeah, it's better yeah. than Flat. being called the usual thing, the dumpster fire, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but don't worry, because of course I do have, as always, my toppest of top reds, the young Curtis Jones of the podcast. He is dressed again like Baby Clop again with his cap today. I don't, I don't have snood though. I'm snoodless. <laughs> No I know, no snood, no glasses. Okay, it's a, light, it's a clock light version. It yeah. is, of course, Mr. Alex Purdy. How are you, Purdy? Oh, I'm nervous. And we've got... Thanks, Hainsey, for the Ripple clap. of applause. Yeah, cheers. We've, um, we're in uncharted territory here with two Spurs fans. I'm quite nervous about that as well as the game. Well, let's get right into it. I mean, it is Liverpool versus Spurs. It is first versus second. It is still, isn't it? I don't know. What were the other yeah. results the other day? Oh, yeah. yeah big no, time. We're, we're still yeah. top. Yeah, yeah. Let's... Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, th- Andy, thanks for not saying it's the battle of those joint toppers. Yeah, we, <laughs> well, this, is, has been a, this has been a gripe no, on our podcast. Oh. We're top. You're second. <laughs> no, you're close. We've scored more goals. That's not... You know. It's a... Uh, it's champions versus non-champions. Let's just call it. Let's just call it that for now, Ooh, wow. shall we? <laughs> the Champions uh, League final no, replay. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying just before we came, uh, well, we started doing this that I am genuinely scared about this game in a way that I have never been about a Tottenham fixture before, uh, and it's, it's two reasons, both of them Mourinho-related. First, I just I can't think of a team apart from Barcelona that Mourinho just loves shithousing more than Liverpool. So probably in his hierarchy of teams to shithouse, it goes it goes Barcelona number one, and then probably Liverpool number two, and maybe Man United number three. Mm. And then on top of that, Liverpool's home record is what 60, 65 games is it now? Perds unbeaten. Yes, it's four sixty-five. It's a lot, you know. It's a lot. Yeah, and that is just that is just catnip to Mourinho. Isn't it? He just uh, he's just lives to poop those parties. So I am, I mean, I'm shaking. You've talked this up. You've talked this up. You've now made even just hearing that introduction. I'm like, I'm now sort of sitting here thinking, oh yeah, oh yeah. You thinking that going from your side? What what I want to know is what you're thinking because that's the way I. No, it's it's weird with us because you're you know how this your pod's called the Gagan Press. Ours mm. is basically called the double decker bus with a couple of really fast motorbikes shoved <laughs> in the back. Two so basically, we, yeah, <laughs> exactly. We've got we, we're gonna sit so deep tomorrow, mm. and I've got this horrible feeling. But that's exactly that, what I'm scared of. 
Mm. Right, okay. Well, and also Fulham did a wonderful job at the weekend of showing that it can can be done pretty well. They, do you know what? Fulham at the weekend reminded me a little bit of Sheffield United last season where they had that just that mad desire, just crazy physical, really compact in the middle um, and were prepared to fight for everything, which I'm kind of hoping is what, what Spurs are like because we were a bit flat at the weekend as well against Palace. We, were, we weren't as dogged as we've been. Um, but then again, I mean, against City, it, basically, I'm hoping it's the Spurs that turned up against City and that turned up against Arsenal and defensively turned up against Chelsea. Um, and then we just try and hit you on the counter-attack. But I'm not nervous. That's the weird thing. I don't know about you, Hunter. I'm not, I don't feel like that, that sickening nausea that I felt against Arsenal. Yeah, the Arsenal game is different, though, is it? So it's always that's more of a pride. Like that's mainly because I, li- everyone I grew up with, both in London and outside London, supports Arsenal. So it's just like if you lose that game, it's just like your phone blowing up. This one's more of like interesting <laughs> for the league. Um, and I think uh, you know what we did yesterday on the podcast was we started very well, on our podcast. Sorry, we started very uh, carefully, and by the end. Even Dan Kilpatrick from the Evening Standard was going, well, we're favourites for this one, so we should bloody win it. <laughs> He's sitting there shirtless, shouting obscenities down the mic, going mental. Well, so, Hunter, that is, that is a good point. Like, how does this feel? Does this feel different now from, like, let's say the Champions League final going into that? Because I felt a lot more confident going into that game, which is weird, obviously, because it's a much bigger fixture. But this game, I don't know. There's a different, there's a different feeling to it to me around Tottenham. Yeah, that that I think that Liverpool when we were playing Liverpool then that Liverpool felt invincible. I didn't see how Spurs beat that Liverpool, um, uh, you know, and that in part is it's you know a full a fully fit Liverpool. That Liverpool still exists, but with the current injury, it is you know they're fallible. And there's and you saw it against against Villa. There's been opportunities. Fulham drawing with Fulham. This is a very different Liverpool squad. It's not that invisible, invincible Liverpool squad, even of last season. Um, they're giving away opportunities. They're giving away opportunities in the way that Spurs will will be creating them, um, especially on the counter attack. So, you know, you have to be you have to be confident that we're going to create stuff. Which even last year when we played Liverpool, I was like, there's no chance. I just don't see how we break this team down. But Hunter, no, it's, it's yeah, make it's me believe. well, it's a very different Spurs squad as well for for better reasons, and yet we're still matched on points, and there's only goal difference in it. So it, you're right, Purdy is massively different. What have you noticed? What when you've seen us play? What are the things that are actually making you nervous watching us? It's not only shit housing and sucking the life out of the game and just going for the draw. Which I hate. <laughs> Lovely. But, face. but you're, Look also, you're face. also. That's what Mourinho loves, is yeah, your little face. And, and you, <laughs> you love it as well. You both love it. I saw a, um, a tweet recently as well. It wasn't specifically rated to, to Spurs. I can't remember who it was, but it was just like when. I think it was when May United started winning again. And it was like, oh, um, it's great to see that your football team. Um, have got their um, their unique and special identity back by Czech's notes winning football matches. <laughs> yes. I just feel that is so on, that is so on point for top. We're right different now, from so. that, Andy. Though I have to say, like with with Spurs and particularly with Mourinho, there is no one claiming that their kind of identity of the team no, is, that's true. Is, is oh back to the old ways. Is finally back to swashbuckling Spurs. In actual fact, this is. 
I don't know if you agree with this, Hunter, but I feel like this is probably the furthest we've ever been from a Spurs identity. And at the moment, we're all just kind of like, look, we're on board for the ride. It's about being ugly, gritty, nasty bastards and, and getting the job done and winning stuff. And that's a real sea change for us. That's such a such a different philosophy, and I guess that's part of the reason why people are actually nervous about playing us. Definitely. Is this it then? Is this the? Is it you and us for the title? Uh, I think I think Liverpool will be there right to the end. I have to say, I think I still think Liverpool are the team to beat this year, um, because you know you have your injury problems now, and as Perds pointed out, it's still level top of the top of the table so as players come back into the squad you only get stronger um the only question is will more players drop out as a result of not having the big squad to sort of rotate so i think it was always going to be the case this year right it's it's who can go the distance with the squad they've had with the lack of pre-season with the the influx of games like it's i think Liverpool will be there it's just who's there with them so your Spurs are bound to get injuries as well. I'm not sure you've had any big ones yet. Do you think you can manage right the way through with injuries with your squad? Certain injuries, yeah. If, if, it, if, it's, <laughs> if, if it's centre back, yes. If it's right back, yes. If it's if it's certain certain central midfielders, yes. But if it's Son and Kane, yeah, Kane. that's who I'm pointing. That's that's basically because Son and Kane basically win have won you every game this season. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Two of the best players in the world. Two of the, the most at the moment, know, at the inform, moment, informed players in the world. One of the most uh, free-scoring teams in world football. Um, at, I see your face, Paddy. But <laughs> is that true? But uh, yeah, yeah. Only three teams in Europe with a better with a better goal-scoring record. So you know, congratulations. Yeah, you Thank know, you. that's fu- Thank, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, Appreciate it. Where where is this game like won and lost tomorrow night? Because I think that that Fulham result was such a touch for Mourinho because he knows that he he can just go there now and like get the draw and it, and keep and it keeps Spurs top. Whereas I think if Liverpool had to had won that and put themselves back on top, it would make maybe make it more of an open game. So now I see it in my head as a game where it's going to be Tottenham counter attacking essentially and Liverpool just like toiling to get that goal and Hunter just nodding with a big smile on his face at that <laughs> that's what it was last year and that's what it will be this yeah. year except we're slightly better at it this year and we're better defensively than we were last year I mean we had to put two right backs on just to keep Mane quiet and we didn't even manage that most of the game so um uh, yeah I, I think the the game I, I point this out on our one I think the, the the only downside to us sitting in really deep is the best team in the league at pulling apart teams that sit really deep is Liverpool and you saw that with Leicester the Leicester game you know Leicester tried to sit in and frustrate Liverpool and Liverpool were just really patient and then took their chances when they come and if you give an inch to Mane or Salah Firmino left so but if you give an inch to one of those two it's it's a goal every time so I think it's one in those lapses of concentration in defences for both teams because we'll be going for those counter-attacking last man balls and you'll be going for those slide through balls when we're sitting deep so yeah I think it's going to be one and lost in the defences this year and hopefully your defence is makeshift by the sounds of um, it Hunter we you know we spoke on on a what a night about the the game at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium last year where we lost 1-0 mm-hmm. just throwing a couple of little bits at you from that so Spurs lined up with obviously 15 defenders 
Um, yep. <laughs> no, it's, it's Jaffet Tenganga and Serge Aurier both playing right back. Then Aldevaro and Davinson oh, Sanchez, yeah. Danny that. Rose, mm-hmm. Ericsson, Winks, Son, Lucas and, and Delhi. Liverpool lined up with Alisson, Van Dijk, Gomez, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Robertson, Vinaldum, Henderson, Oxo chamberlain Salah, Firmino, Mane. So for starters, mm. the teams are the Spurs team in comparison. There'll be seven, eight, nine, eight or yeah, nine changes nine from changes. that team. Yeah. Um, and then if you look at the st- the thing that won't change, if you look at the stats, so Liverpool sixty-seven percent possession, Spurs thirty-three percent possession. Shots Liverpool thirteen, shots Spurs fourteen, shots on target Spurs four, Liverpool seven. It will be, it 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 will be a massively similar game in terms of style. Mm. But what I would say is that Spurs have got better players on the pitch now, and they've got more goal threats on the pitch than they had on that day. So they got more momentum, I think now as well. Yeah, I, I think Hoybier is a real game changer for a game like this as well. He really has defined what our midfield is and does now, and. Um, I feel more confident playing this football with him in the squad. So, it, yeah, it, it'll be uh, it'll be a very different game to last year. Um, in in some senses, mainly mainly in personnel, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, Hoiberg's been a revelation for you, and it's such a shame that Fabinho can't go head to head with him because he's going to have to play centre back. Although we saw Henderson such play a shame. there, such such a crying <laughs> shame. Um, we saw Henderson play at centre back. Um, I don't want that. No, but is that a test that Klopp was trying out against Fulham? I hope not. Although I've been calling for it for months. Um, not against, <laughs> not against this team. Let's Before just... the injury crisis, even. yeah, He's exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know what? One of the one of the areas I reckon this one could be uh, could be one lost is the ability of your midfielders to basically get in niggly fouls on players like Ndombele and Harry Kane early and make sure they don't get on the half turn. Where Spurs have been yeah. amazing is when the ball comes into feet to either Ndombele or Harry Kane, maybe just 10 yards into our half, they spin someone and then they look to play and we, we break. If, you're, if your midfielders can just be nasty and horrible and just give away fouls, because you don't really need to worry about conceding free kicks. We're not the sort of team that can lump a ball up top and, and like Lorente win a flick on anymore. You know, We just don't really do that, um, primarily because we don't want to give away the territory. We don't. We don't yeah, want to be exactly. that far up the pitch. We don't want to commit bodies <laughs> nope. forward. So, if you are smart with your fouls, I think you could nip a lot in the bud. But it only takes uh, takes one breakaway attack, and that'll be enough for us to shut up shop. Well, this is yeah. it. It's looking like we're going to have to play Curtis Jones because we've got no one Perfect. else. Well, that's good. He's, he's, he's not. A, good he's not. He is. He's a great player going forward. But talking about those niggly fouls. I, d- I, I don't mean, trust if it's, him. To if do it's Wynaldum and Henderson alongside him, I'm, I'm more than happy with that. I think they're two of the best in the business at, at doing that and controlling the so. fields. So, yeah. Someone I mean, like that, James Milner. Phillips. Uh, it, it should be Fabinho and I don't know if Matip will be fit or not because he, he came off, so he's still a doubt. I mean, he's always a doubt, but I think probably if he's even you know 70%, he will play alongside Fabinho and then it'll be Wynaldum, Henderson, Jones probably. Uh, so Andy, you said that you said where's the game going to be won or lost? I think I think mm. you know, and a lot of teams try to do this, but that space in behind Trent for Son, if I had if I had to pick a, a square of space that I think will be will be exploited, I think that big square behind uh, Trent. I know plenty of people have tried to do it and failed, but I Son is gets... Son is on fire. Yeah, that is true. And if there's one player I don't want to come up against right now, it is Son. But I think he gets some unnecessary stick as well, Trent, because 
I think people are so like he's so good going forward. People are sort of by default just assume he's bad at going back. And okay, he's not he's not the best. He doesn't he doesn't tackle like Wan Bissaka, and he's not quite as good positionally as some of the other players. But I think he's more than more than capable at defending as well. And sometimes yeah. people sort of exaggerate that defensive weakness just because they want something on him. So well, they I want mean, to find a crack in this Liverpool side, and it's extremely hard to do that. So they'll just target the young guy at right back. God, yeah, particularly uh, particularly alongside all the chasms that are there at the moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's Birdie lining up at centre back this week, actually. So yeah. <laughs> Cap on, snood on, <laughs> get in the back line, son. <laughs> Birds, get those I'm shitties this, on. This has been hijacked far too much by Tottenham positivity. I think I kicked it off, so I'm, I'm to blame for that. But tell me why Liverpool are going to win this game. Come on, you're always the beacon of hope and positivity on this podcast. Well, that's a, that's a tough question because they're actually quite decent now. But what I would say is we've got our fans back in the stadium and we saw the first time that, that came back, we smashed Wolves 4-0. And we've mm. got this unbeaten record. And to be honest, I think this is a game where the first goal wins it. More than more than any other game because people say that all the time, but Spurs nick one nil, then they just sit every player in front of the line and will struggle. But if we nick it, Spurs will have to come out, and they're not great at doing that. So if we yeah, score we've... first, Andy, we've done it. I can. I'm, I've got a horrible feeling. I'm praying we don't like give you a pen or something. Yes, if we give so you an courageous. early penalty, or you, you, you exactly <laughs> just... right, Sissoko Aurier, that like someone just gives away a stupid niggly pen or a free kick that you guys get your nose in front and the game's a very very different game is that what, what are you like apart from that what is the sort of thing the sort of the the chink in the armor that you're most worried about being exploited like what did you see from palace or other games this season where you think like this is gonna let us down I wonder... west ham well the west no, ham one was different. actually a yeah, the West Ham one was actually the whole reason why we're playing the way that we are. Yeah, exactly. So, because yeah, we were really open against West Ham and battered them, but then because we were open, we then were unable to kind of go and, and be grubby and grind it out at the end. Um, and that basically has provided this entire switch in mentality. Um, and similar to some effect, some sort of. So there's an impact of the Newcastle game as well, giving away that handball at the, at the back end of the game. So I think it's not so much the fact that we've got chinks in the armour, but more to the point that Purdy made and that we sit so deep that it's very, very hard to recover when you do concede. Like it's really difficult to recover because you're, you're saying it's a collective, right? If one person makes mm. a mistake, the entire thing falls down. Um, so that for me is the, the thing that I'm sort of primarily worried about is that we, we don't get our noses in front and look there's the classic thing as well where, where Crystal Palace did well at the weekend is that they lined up Eze and, and Zaha and Schlupp to some extent one on one against defenders and that's where we look bad is when we defend outside the lines of the penalty area and we let our defenders get caught in one on one situations so it's a, like for us it's really a, a case of everyone keeping concentration and no one doing anything rash or silly like Sissoka for example the other day got a yellow card very early on meant he spent the rest of the game dancing on ice Aurier mm. got caught out gave away a free kick and it cost us a goal so it, every single player has to be have their concentration levels at a, at a peak in order to keep you guys out that's what I'm worried about Emergency loan deal for Jeffrey Slup. That's what I'm hearing, Perds. Fancy it? <laughs> well, could do. Or we could get Harvey Elliott back. 
because that's been know, that's been talked about. Unbelievable. That would be all right, wouldn't it? Um, I'm, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the idea of, of Robertson and Alexander-Arnold like pinging balls into the box like throughout the game, and Salah is so good with his back to goal now, I think that is something that goes sort of underrated, I think, perhaps by other teams. Especially in the first season, he used to just be sort of uh, running at players, whereas now he tends to tends to play a bit differently. I would I'd be more confident if Mane was in better form going into this game, but, you know, um, he's always a player that's going to that's gonna cause problems, hopefully. Uh, let's get let's get some quick predictions from everybody just before we uh, just before we call it a day here. I mean, Hunter, I'll go to you first. If you had to put a, a scoreline prediction on this, what would you what would you say? If I had to, I'd go one all, one apiece. Yeah, nice. But I, I don't uh, like giving I don't like giving predictions because I always always get them wrong. So that's why I'm not a betting man. Perth, <laughs> uh, what are you saying? I think nil nil. It will play out exactly like the Chelsea Tottenham game. Just suck the life out of it. No one wants to lose. Stalemate. Boring. Mourinho wins. Hens, mm. uh, you're looking pensive. Mm. Pain, even. I can't. We can't, we can't come on to a <laughs> Liverpool podcast and not predict Spurs to win. Oh, <laughs> two 2-1 Spurs. 5-1. Oh, five, 5-1, five, five, you bunch of <laughs> You're going to get smashed, two, you dossers. <laughs> Mourinho's going to punch Klopp in the face. <laughs> exactly, yeah. choke him out. Yeah, um, Harry, like, yeah I'm Harry going 2-1. Harry Kane to do a shit in the centre. <laughs> I'm going to go 2-0 two, two instead. Because I think we... we I th- primarily because I think we got our noses in front and then we sit in and then we do some grubby counter-attack. Actually, not grubby, beautiful counter-attack and get a second one. Beautifully grubby. But, yeah. Yeah. It's so horrible that I can see that happening, but I'm just going to balance it out and I'm going to say 1-0 Liverpool. For the yeah, that's the right answer here. Salah penalty yeah. or something. When you were talking about doing a shit in the circus centre, so it just made me think of that. Uh, was it Graham Souness at Galatasaray? Was it Galatasaray? Galatasaray? He was at Galatasaray, wasn't it? Planting the flag <laughs> right in the centre circle. Flag, kind of bang in the middle. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that if Harry Kane out of nowhere grabbed a massive <laughs> Spurs flag and just banged it in the middle of the, middle of the pitch. That just would be very Mourinho. Yeah, Mourinho. Mm. Mourinho just pulls out like a TIFO and just starts <laughs> down on Anfield turf. Can I, I just can say see, as well? I... Sorry, oh. can I just chuck this out there? What an interesting post-match it's going to be. Mm. Like, for whoever yeah. loses, whoever wins, there's so much kind of like subtext there. Can you imagine if Mourinho is the one that ends this record that you guys have got? Do you think he does the kind of like, the sort of like, well... Liverpool are a wonderful side and only a few sides could beat them. <laughs> you know? Or he will. I think he'll have he'll have his cake and eat it too where he'll do that when he's talking to the cameras but he'll do the full Barcelona Inter thing where he sprints onto the onto the field fist pumping right, yeah. while Liverpool rush yeah. to turn on the sprinklers to get him off. And, and what about Klopp? What oh, if he wins? Fuming. If he yeah. wins, oh, right. if he, oh, if he, well, it's, it's so black or white with Klopp. If he wins, everything will be wonderful and perfect and he'll be delighted and calling everyone, you know, mentality monsters and you know, jizzing everywhere essentially. But if he <laughs> if he loses, it'll be yeah, it'll be VAR and injuries and everything. Yeah, else. I Chris mean, Wilder and, and... fixture scheduling. Yeah, Chris Wilder will get a mensch. Yeah, I'm hearing that. But... Des Kelly <laughs> cowering at home. Thank God it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm glad to have this because it feels like there hasn't really been a proper like heavyweight managerial rivalry in a while now in the Premier League just to have these two sort of going at it dicks on the table is is Mm. what you want 
Yeah, it'd be great. Spot on. It'd be great. I- I'd love to. Do you know what I'd love to see is a post-match interview where both of them are interviewed at the same time. I think that would be like <laughs> TV gold, like Clough and Remy style. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Almost like a build-up to a boxing match. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do have to do it shirts off as well, obviously. <laughs> and now <laughs> wrestle. Yeah. Uh, just before we leave, a little random one here and then. I want to get your favourite player that has played for both Liverpool and Spurs. I mean, you can have it favourite as in the best or just as worst or some sort of comic value or, you know, cult favourite. Uh, any- Haynes, I'll go to you first. Anyone anyone stand out for you? Uh, Paul Konchesky. <laughs> oh, <that's nice> <laughs> no, Loved I just, by uh, both sets of friends. <laughs> Yeah, we. I, I suppose like it, we should probably have a nod, even though none of us will remember him playing to Ray Clements, because mm, um, uh, there was that lovely moment where he ran over towards the cop and they all they all cheered him. One of, one of the things that I found really funny when that clip was doing the around doing the rounds when he passed away the other week was um, no one mentioned the fact that he then conceded four goals <laughs> in front of the in front of the cop. He got battered. We were one nil up at half time. He got battered four one. Um, in a way, in a way, oh, that's the greatest tribute of all. Spursy, really. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Robbie Keane for me. Yeah, big I was going to well. go Keane. Keane or Sorry. Crouch for me. Keane or yeah. Crouchy. They're they're the the sort of of our of our, of our era. They're the two that are probably. I mean, there's Crouch been plenty great, of weird think. ones. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. Crouchy. Jamie Keane Redner was just such a. Yeah, Redknapp. Keane was such a slap in the face for me because he was so good. He was a player I admired for so long. Came for six months, did the standard Keane thing where he said Liverpool had always been his favourite club and then just did nothing and left me like, well, slightly less to go back you to the big goal against Arsenal. No, he scored, <laughs> he scored twice against West Brom, which was my first game at Anfield when I was eight years old. So oh, forever in my heart, Robbie Keane. Yeah. Good goals go. as well, from what I remember. Wow. Uh, he, he only scored good goals, Chris- mate. Bangers. Yeah. <laughs> Christian Zieger. Christian Zieg, or even Leonardson as well. Oh, mm. Lovely old job. <laughs> yeah, I didn't Adam. know that Stephen, Stephen Corker. I mean, I'm, I'm just Googling well, that yeah. as mental. Yeah, very weird. Yeah, very played weird. three games up front for Liverpool. Yeah, he did. Couldn't get a game for Spurs. <laughs> played three <laughs> games for Liverpool. <laughs> now, he's doing, uh, now he's doing great work out in Turkey, of all places. Yeah. So, still going strong. Good luck. Incredible. Go. Good luck to him. Right, yeah, and we will end on that. Um, thank you so much to uh, Ben and Hunter for joining us today. I mean, we'll have to get you back on to do the reverse fixture the next time we meet. Uh, thank you so much for listening today. If you can, please drop us a review wherever you get your pods. It'd be very much appreciated. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already and you've enjoyed what you've heard. Check out the Oh What A Night pod as well, you know, just be fancy finding out what the Spurs lads are up to we'll be back again next week uh, to you know either talk about how amazing that win was or cry with Purs and hopefully without <laughs> Ben Hunter looming over us as well which would just be horrendous mm. uh, so it's goodbye from me Purs say goodbye goodbye and uh, Ben and Hunter say goodbye take care See you later, lads. nice one Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.